Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish for Charles Style. I am your host, Tony Ann. And with me this week, I've got Dylan, Nick, and Sarah. Say hello, everybody. Hey, We got some pretty big ticket news items this week, so we're just going to jump right on in. First things first, the writer's strike has begun. No word on who will be writing GH for the length of the strike, but they have about four to six weeks of material before any scab stuff should air. Is there anything you're worried about with the strike? Any Anything you're wanting whoever the new writers are to potentially change? Is there anything you're scared of? Dylan, why don't you start? Um, I just hope that there's some cohesion between whatever they come up with during the strike and what's going on now and then whenever the strike ends because i remember yeah yeah. it was jarring as fuck last time yeah so i just the pivot into the strike stuff and coming out of it yeah because stuff was just dropped with no follow-through or explanation or like it was just weird it was weird i don't want to go through that again so like um you know and like solidarity with everybody who is striking because people deserve to be paid a a living wage for the work that they do and a fair wage for the work that they do. So like Yeah, give these people their money. Like team writers. I just I just hope that there's a (laughs) a cohesion is the word of the day. I just hope that there's some (laughs) I just hope there's some cohesion this time between like what we get and all of that because it was there was none the, to my recollection <laughs> no, the last there was, time we did there this. was not it was yeah. very jarring what stories came out of that um on the out of the first well out of the strike wasn't it wasn't it what, during 2008? the strike it was 2007 okay. to yeah, 2008 so wasn't that like the um cul- the culmination of the text message killer yeah uh, oh, that's God. when Logan went batshit crazy. Yeah, I think that's when they killed Stan. Oh God! And then yeah. we just never, <laughs> oh, we damn. just never ran that. But yeah, it was a lot. And Claudia going off the rails. That's I think that started during the strike. Yeah. But they, I think, I think they. It was implied that by the time Guza got back, he couldn't salvage the character. Now, did this? Did. Michael shooting was that still strike stuff or was that Guza back? I think that was strike stuff. Let me see. Shooting. Yep. The because that was in April of 2008. That was when Michael was shot. I'm 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 very much with Dylan on this. I hope that there's cohesion um, with what the scab writers will come up with. But like, what if the scab writers are better than that's the that's actors? that's <laughs> my worry. That is then my what worry. happens. <laughs> what if I like? The, okay, uh, I like and the... again, we're gonna jump in the wayback machine because that's what we said about Garen Wolf when, yeah. and then what had happened was, <laughs> and then when he actually got the job yeah, in we... 2011, we were all begging for him to be fired because the show was as boring as paint drying. Yeah, it was really boring. But we did like him during the strike. I do remember yeah. that. <laughs> oh, well, well if we do money. like the 
<laughs> that part. If we do like the writing better, and it's if be interesting, whoever gets the job, hopefully they don't pull a Darren Wolf on us. We have to be and, specific of the things that we yeah. ask for. I think as long, if we've listen, learned anything. I'm just going to say it. I am open to anything as long as Sprina and Vanna are not fucked with. Whatever else y'all want to do, <laughs> go to town. Yeah, pretty but much. That, that's generally but... what scares me. What if they just start fucking with the little bit that does work? And I'm like, eh. I think they have enough sense. Like I literally, like True. literally, just give me three things. Don't fuck with my Sprina. Don't fuck with my Vanna, and let Jordan get her back broke. Please. Hey, <laughs> those three things. Matter of fact, can we bring, can we bring back Z? Oh yes. Okay. Yeah, we gotta be specific. Listen, Andre <laughs> is literally right there. Andre, Zeke, hell, Jordan's, I mean, Portia's daddy. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> like, Listen, Let's make it like, messy. Sterling was a, that was a man. <laughs> because it, it is a sin and a shame that Tanisha Harper's Jordan has not had any. She hasn't had all. anything, even. Anything. Nothing. And Nothing. And as long as I'm making impossible requests, can I see Terry? <laughs> And can Please. can can we feature Liz? Oh my God! <laughs> like what? And, and Liz and Liz's children? Like a, like actually seeing her being a being a mom to the kids that are actually in town would be like, amazing. I, I don't want to ask for too much because I know how that goes. <laughs> I'll start getting things okay, that I asked what? for, I'll... but not in the way that I asked for them. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make a request that we drop one particular story. And that is anything having to do with um, Austin's cousin, Mr. Clean. <laughs> See, I don't think we can because we need to figure out what they're doing with Nicholas. And I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, he he that. has him. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So we got to figure that out. <laughs> that's <laughs> the heavy side. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I hate that man so much. Like he literally does nothing but wastes my time. God, it's yeah. I'm. I hope the strike doesn't last long. That's my hope. I just run them people I, their money. I'm well scared though, because like I don't know what the vibe was during the last strike because I was majorly offline back then because I was young. But this strike feels like it could go on for a long time and it doesn't feel like the studios are willing to listen. So it it, it feels like we're we're far apart from a from an agreement and we're That's only like four, four or five yeah. days in, but it feels like we could be doing this for a while. And the thing is, y'all already losing money left and right. How about you right? just? Mm-hmm. I read right. something that they Cut lost the $2 million dollars in one day. They've already had to pivot the MTV Movie Awards, which were supposed to be live tonight to pre-tape because Drew Barrymore backed out of hosting. I don't know what this is going to do to the daytime Emmys. Yeah, just look. Don't stall just your Just pay people industry. what they're asking for. Yeah, because you have the money. You have money to burn. That's the thing. 
We don't want no damn AI scripts, okay? That part. This is an AI-free zone. <laughs> AI can't write Tariq's raps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, now we move into our next bit of news, which, to be honest, I was not expecting, but here we are. Kate Manzi has been cast as Christina Corinthos Davis. She debuts May 22nd, and Lexi Ainsworth has already aired for the final time. This uh, was something that was not on my bingo card for this. Year. At all. At all. Not at all. First of all, Christina being recast at all was not on my bingo, bingo card. Christina being recast with Kate Manzi? Like, I have a better chance of Publishers Clearinghouse knocking on my door than that. <laughs> <laughs> The the Lexi and the Lexi Christina news was wild and it felt random. Very it's that part. It felt um, like it just came out of it, left field. And we'll talk about this when we get to the days episode. But there was also some weird casting coming out of out of days, like an hour after this broke, or that broke first, and then this came an hour later. So it was just a weird soap news casting day all around. Yeah, the the I like I like Kate, I like Kate Manzi. Um, I don't really. I'm I'm curious to see whatever story it is that I guess the show felt Lexi couldn't play or she what she wasn't available whatever it is um I'm curious to see why they felt the need to recast the role um at least we know there's a story planned yeah which that's that's always that's a good thing I guess which makes me feel better because GH has this thing about casting with big names and then doing nothing with them and if you're gonna get a name like Kate Manzi you've got to at least have something worth her time well okay in GH's defense when they cast big names they usually have a plan we just usually don't like the plan <laughs> but they like they don't do what YNR does they they just there's a plan you just may not always like it as for kate i know people are like well she didn't want to be on contract last year with days maybe that just had maybe that was just days like or maybe gh is willing to give her recurring freedom who knows i mean that frank is the king of that like he knows how to look at james patrick stewart y'all can correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think that man has been on contract since he showed up he has not been so Frank Frank is that kind of producer. He can get you in and out. If you want to do two days a week or one day a week, he can figure it out. Um, when it comes to Kate and and Days, look, they refused to work with recurring actors last year. That's the reason Abigail, the character, was killed off. Um, last time Ryan wrote for Kate Manzi, he had her cosplaying as a Latina. At least she's playing a real one this time. Um, that's another whole can of worms. Um, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, Kate Manzi had to deal with two chaotic leading men back to back. Maybe she just didn't want to go back. Maybe it's just pay. But I, if GH, if she feels GH is a better fit, it makes sense. Like it, that's that part is not a head scratcher. Her not wanting to go back to days is not a head scratcher at all. Her coming to GH as Christina is probably the most out of left field part of this story. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would have guessed Lulu. Oh, yeah, that would even been- that because <laughs> we need Lulu. Like, I would have guessed we Lulu. We do, yeah, she needs to wake up. It's time. <laughs> we all know how I feel about her. She can stay sleep. Like, I'm uh-huh. I understand she's annoying, but certain characters are necessary. 
because sure. Laura, Laura having two people, two children in a coma is weird. And one crying in Africa. Like, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Luke dead. Ethan's been kidnapped. And they ain't, they ain't come home yet. And, and it's clear Dante and Sam are not going to have any kind of story that's not propping Cody. No, they're not. So at least if they wake Lulu up, they get a story. Yeah. So, like, yeah, Lulu's needed. Um, I would have. I was gonna say. I would have been okay with her I... as Lulu. I would have been okay with her as Lulu. Um, I, I'm I'm still open to seeing what they do with her as Christina. Yeah, and but just... you know that now they're allowed to beat the charges that Christina can be with Ethan now. You know that, right? <laughs> because yeah, she doesn't look like she's sixteen now. <laughs> the new Christina true. won't have that baby face look that Lexi has. And that actually opens up a whole nother can of worms for me personally. Because I know that people um I know a lot of people were kind of looking forward to like Joss Christina beef. Yeah they can't dead that now. Yeah look I'm I'm just gonna say it Lexi yelling at Eden's character visually Doesn't... is fine visually that that does not jar me at all kate mancy yeah kate looks beautiful like she... woman but she looks like she, she has to be yelling at michael and not just well, yeah. yeah she needs to be yelling it's, at giving, it's gonna give very much sammy yelling at abby for fucking ej yeah like there's uh, why are you picking on this child? That's what it's going to yeah. give. And that's not. I really hope they did that story. Line. Yeah, I don't need yeah. to see that. Now, now her like dragging Michael by the roots. I, I'm all I'd be here for that all day, every day, twice yeah. on Sunday. But like whatever beef that people wanted to see with her and Joss, I, I me, I don't need to see that because it's visually not going to not gonna work it's not, not gonna, gonna hit work. it's gonna take you out yeah and it's it's wild that that quote-unquote beef is only a thing because fans demanded it be like, just like just... <laughs> that i think is because lexi and evan worked together in a movie and they yeah. had chemistry and people wanted it duplicated in port charles i think that's where that stemmed from that and hatred of jocelyn yeah but if if we're going to be real, just because you worked together before doesn't mean like you're going to be able to produce the same kind of vibe. Hello. Oh, agreed. I've been watching nine scenes. Yeah. So. Because <laughs> look at, look at, look it, at. It uh, rarely. Kirsten Storms and Jason Koch. Like I mean, it, Griffin, honestly. That was also the right thing, but. It, it kind of rarely happens. Give. Yeah, it's rare. Like, uh, we keep, it's weird that soaps keep trying. I know we've like went way around the point it's where we like, were but like it's weird that soaps in particular keep trying to duplicate that because it rarely happens like you look at steve and kayla on days and you see it you Stephen look and at Stephen you and Ka- you're like where's that what what happened i don't <laughs> what what is what is characters going on make chemistry here? as much as the actors do yep yep Heck, sometimes it they can mm-hmm. try to duplicate it on the same show and it doesn't work. Like, hello, YNR with Devon and Amanda. 
it's yeah. it's not the Jake actor's and Gabby fault. on days. Jake and Gabby, like it's not the actor's fault. It's the character characters when they're that specific and they mesh that well. You can't just decide, oh, we can kill this one off and bring him back yeah. as another person, and it'll and be create fine. the same magic. It's yeah. not the same. So yeah, I I hope they. I would prefer they did whatever. They were hinting at during those scenes at the court of mains. Um, during See, the I didn't even, I didn't even think they were hinting at anything. It just felt, it didn't even feel like they were hinting. It felt like GH Twitter saw something and decided to make a mountain out of a molehill because that just seemed relatively civil to me. It, there was a way in which Lexi's Christina like kind of like gave Joss the side eye when they were taking pictures. I'm like, oh, are they going there? Like. Is that what they're doing? And then they had her sharing scenes with Dex at random. So I'm like, okay, I guess. But if if Kate Manzi's playing Christina, I don't want to see that. Like, I'm not interested. Do you think they recasted her because they need Christina to look more mature for whatever the story is about to be? Um, I don't think so. Because, I don't I mean, Because I feel like if they were going to do that, they would have done that back when they were... Doing the abuse story? Yeah, the whole thing, when, with, especially yeah. like the whole thing, because that like dovetailed with Ethan and Johnny. Yep. Yeah. So, like, so it, yeah. <laughs> All right. So if mess. that was the case, that would have been the time. And, mm -hmm. and they didn't. So I, I don't think that's it at all. Yeah, we probably won't ever know why they chose yeah. to make the role. No, I just I. I wish Lexi the best in whatever comes next. And I'm kind of really intrigued to see what Kate Manzi does with this part. I hope she has chemistry with everybody in her family unit. I hope there's chemistry wherever they decide to throw her romantically. And I hope we get to see her more than once every five weeks. I think we will oh, I love it. solely because there's a, there's a, there's a month gap between Lexi's last appearance and Kate's first so I'm thinking like so, there was some stuff that was written that they wanted to do immediately and they had to put it on hold for whatever reason um, I just I, hope the strike doesn't fuck whatever this is up that, that part because yeah. depending on what the story is a strike could really fuck it up like, yeah. And hell, shit, Frank might write the show before we get off. <laughs> also, uh, before before we head into Critical Case, one last thing. At least it, from the sounds of it, it does not sound like the story is going to be a surrogacy story for Molly, which thank you, because I don't think anybody really wanted to see that. Nobody wants no. to see it. No. So at least from the sounds of it, that's not where we're going. But I'm very intrigued to see where we are going. But having said that, we can now move into our Critical Cases. First one on the list, Michael finally tells Willow about his plan to take down Sunny. The shock causes her to collapse and be rushed to the hospital. Willow seems to be in round 787 of her final days. Is this finally really the end? <sighs> I think it's the beginning of the end of the story, mercifully. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Uh, why did he tell her? Like, why, like what was so... Okay, but did the shock really put put her there? Because like that's how it played. She had two weeks to live. So it literally like, kind it of literally, goes into it. 
it literally played like she found out Michael's been lying for months, was so shocked her body shut down and passed out. That is literally how it played to me. That was a coincidence. Her body shut down because she was supposed to die three months ago because she had two weeks to live. <laughs> She's on death's door. She's been on death's door. I... Michael telling her. When the Lord is calling you, you can't just keep hanging up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, at least, I mean, listen. This is supposed to be like. At least it didn't happen them during their like wedding Michael night, feeling would... guilty. Just supposed to play his angst and then Michael, you know feeling guilty about tell- it's for me it didn't play like that at all he did good with the scenes though i can say that like, yeah Ch- i Chad agree good material like the stuff at the hospital when he called carly and you know when carly got there and he's like i can't lose her i've tried to prepare myself but i'm just i can't do it those scenes got me and i don't give a single iota of a fuck about willow <laughs> michael any of it but i felt something because chad did well in those scenes yeah they um those scenes were really good I, I, again I say this as someone who really doesn't care for them as a couple but it's solely because of the writing because I think they have chemistry it's just the writing has never done anything to convince me of this great love they share but um, the scenes where he was just worried about possibly living life without her was um were really good sometimes it, it, it helps you connect to Michael other times you're annoyed by them. This is. I feel like that's kind annoyed. of. I feel like Michael's at his best when, like, he can't live without a woman. Like, he's that type of guy. I feel like he needs. Yeah, a when you actually to... get to see his emotions that are not just anger, that's when you really connect to Michael. Because Michael has this thing where, like, he'll 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 get angry and he'll almost like shut down and turn into a robot just to kind of like process everything and that's kind of where you get disconnected but when he actually like feels the fear and like lets you in to see it that's when you can connect to him yes and i feel like that's always around (laughs) yeah it's just me you know you're not wrong i think hmm i don't know if this is a good comparison they need to make him more like nick newman like a bit more hoish and he like kind of wears his heart on his sleeve. He's not he's not the corporate type. He's not the mob type. Well, this version of Michael is not the mob type. So if you play him more romantic and actively have him do things that are romantic, because they don't do that with Michael. Well, to be fair, he hasn't really had that much chemistry with a lot of his co-stars to I really make that believable. No, yeah. but I don't think but I don't think they ever put him in romantic situations. Like like they put him in like when he met yeah, I think the closest that they've come was like him and Abby because he took a page out of Sonny's book and yeah did the whole trip to Puerto Rico with the but dress like, when he when he when he met Star Manning she was grieving the loss of her boyfriend and her baby like and that's not kid, yeah. that's not a that's not a meet cute like that's just, <laughs> just when he well met, it's when, a meet cute that isn't cute <laughs> when he met willow she was grieving the loss a, of a baby they were in a grief support group together like that's not romantic he's he he's he's a um he's captain he comes off of captain as captain safe home every everybody needs rescuing the same thing with sabrina like he if you stop making him try to rescue the person just let him be a decent dude who can shower them with gifts and money and i think he could work better 
that way as opposed to trying to make him the heir apparent to Sonny or Carly. It just doesn't work. Or Jason. Like, it just doesn't work. Yeah. I also need them to stop playing the I'm going to convince Willow to live beat. Like, y'all have played this to death. Like, at this point, I'm done with Michael trying to convince her to live. She either wants to live or she doesn't. She don't. She don't want to. She don't want it, Michael. She don't want to. She want to die. She doesn't. She don't want to. I'm so tired of that part of it. Like, how many times are you going to have to beg her to save herself? Like, it's it's annoying. I wouldn't beg her no more. And a PSA to writers: I promise you that the majority of us do not give a fuck if Willow dies. No, like let her die, one. please. We've been waiting. We thought and we only honestly, had two weeks, that, but evidently not. That would give this story a little extra added weight and consequence to it, is if every choice that Willow has made up to now actually does end up costing her her life. Or at least her relationship. Like, <laughs> yeah, give I, give us something with weight. Like, give us something to give a damn about. That's because my. Of issue. course, I don't want someone to be unemployed. I mean, the actor shouldn't be unemployed just because I want Willow to die. But like, do something that makes me care. Because where we are today, I have, I don't give a fuck. Literally, every time Michael or Sasha or somebody has to convince this bitch to live, I'm like, well, <laughs> let her die then. <laughs> I'm a, I'm not even gonna hold y'all. I need I need Willow to live, and I need her to live for like the next seventy years. Because I because I don't need no no. He got death dick. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> no, what I don't. I don't need Nina weeping and wailing all over for <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ, out of cracker. <laughs> I do yeah, no, I just... yeah, I don't need so that for in my life. Purposes. Yes, I don't <laughs> need that in my life. I re- I... We already have it. We don't need it anymore. We need it to, we need it to end. Like, my, oh, my big fear about Because story... now she's in a guilt spiral. And then if Willow dies, huh. Yeah, see, Lord. you're picking up. Never ending. Now. I just, I don't need that in my life. I really don't. I yeah. really, I do not. So I need, I need you. Come up, come, 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 come through, Liesl. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Let's speed this up. Let, let, let's take, let's take the red eye from Greenland to Port Charles and save this bitch. So we can okay. Because. Like, yeah, my big the house. truth is, I'm tired. I don't need, <laughs> I do not need this time next year to still be having Carly Nina beef because if it wasn't for you, my daughter would. I, 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 mm, Which is such mm. revisionist bullshit history. And now, if it wasn't for what you did, there's a good chance your daughter may not be able to come home. Because what happens if the SEC fly to Greenland and prevent Lisa and Drew from coming home to Port Charles? Well, no, they would extradite Drew back, but Lisa will have to find her own way. They, it's a mess. That's it's, probably my is. my biggest fear for the end of this story. Um, the con the continuation, the potential continuation of Nina versus Carly, because I don't want it, but also no actual 
consequences and angst for Michael and Willow as a unit. Yeah. Because I'm so sick of everything being an outside force. What about you two? Like, what, like, how about you explore the fact that y'all bonded over grief and that's all you have? Like, like, just, I, give me something to invest in this pairing. Because Michael and Michael and Willow also have not had the chance to actually, like, be together without an outside force looming. Like, because when they got they together, it was Chase. Then they got together. She got sick. Now it's cancer. So, like, once they're able to be together and just be them, are they actually going to want to be together? Or are there going to be parts of each other's personalities that royally piss each other off? And that, like, that actually. Go ahead. Go ahead, Nick. That was honestly the, um, the thing that kind of left me wanting more of seeing the romantic side of Michael this week because they had those scenes after they got back to the house and they were talking and they were like kind of putting their personalities on display a little bit. I'm like, but we've never seen this. Like they were like we like we we don't see that from them. We all we see is, oh, I'm mad at Nina. Oh, I'm mad at Sonny. Oh, I'm I'm sad about Chase because I lied to him and cheated on him. Oh, I'm sad about the baby. Or oh, I'm sad about now. Like they've their relationship has just been one hurdle after another and it hasn't really been a relationship where they got to know each other so yeah that's my that's what takes so it's me just out been a lot trauma bonding basically yeah. i i don't know and it's it's obviously evident that this nina versus carly thing is gonna <laughs> go on specifically because of the conversation that um willow had with nina she's like leave carly alone now to nina's defense this whole as you do stuff she did do before this conversation but there's obviously going to be fallout from that and like can they just all die i'm tired and to those on twitter who were saying that willow did not keep the same energy with carly yes she did Because she had that conversation with Carly that she, you know, needed to, you know, build bridges and and make sure that Michael and Sonny are okay and, like, let the anger at Nina go because there were more important things. And I, I understood where, where um, Willow was coming from when she said that because she wants to make sure that once she's gone, that Michael doesn't have to deal with outside bullshit. I actually think the 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 angst for Michael and Willow will come once Willow softens to Nina. I think Michael's still going to be hit in his anger about everything that happened. If and... they go the route of Willow forgiving Nina for what she for calling the SEC. Which I don't know how they do that, where that makes sense. But if they do that, but Michael can't because that put his mother in jeopardy. Well, whatever they do, obviously, well, eventually Willow will soften to Nina. I mean, that's what happens with these long lost parents who kind of have strife in the beginning with their with their child. Eventually, there's a softening. And yeah. I think that will be the angst for Michael and Willow. 
will we care about it then? I don't know. Probably um, not. But I think <laughs> that's going to be the angst for Michelangelo. Does anybody else have any final thoughts on this particular story before we move to our next one? No, it's just Nina and Carly are each their own. They're too grown for this nonsense. Way too grown for this nonsense. And they're they're both the worst. That's why I don't care. Like no one's there's no one that's fun or I'm excited to root for. And the thing is, it should be fun because the actresses involved would Yep, they could make off. It. they could make it. it work, but the writing is so abominable that you just everybody sucks. <laughs> Look at y'all joining my team. I've tried. <laughs> like they're even when they have points, it's like Carly was un was unnecessarily cruel this week. <laughs> what she brought up now. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like that came out of nowhere. She was like, asking you about the wedding and then you bring up her dead child. I was like, there was no reason for that at all. But that's Carly. Like that's just Carly's just Carly's not mellow. She doesn't do let's let's bygones be bygones. So it was in character, but it was just so unnecessary. And then Nina had already done what she did. So now she's trying to be nice to save face and which i hate that shit Just, i hate it too because everything feels so phony and disingenuous. fake like yeah but the, that's nina that's why i don't like, that's what like, i don't like about her exactly <laughs> like carly she ain't shit but she owns that she didn't she leans in she, it, she, yeah. she brought up nail for no damn reason she did not tell nina that willow was back in the hospital and she and she's not gonna care she's not gonna apologize for it yeah nina you did what you did, and now you like, oh, uh oh, I may have made a boo. Oh, it messed up the wedding, like, girl. Bitch, what, what did you think, think was gonna happen? What did you think oh, was gonna I happen? Didn't think they would act on it quickly. <laughs> well, if you weren't thinking, then maybe you shouldn't have picked up the damn phone. <laughs> like, exactly. Like this, it's not fun, and I want it over. And oh yeah, but yeah, this is this is this is not. This is the story that's dragging GH down for me. We're to be honest, the, the old yeah. school soap rivalry feeling. This is it's not. not. That. And it's to not. think, I was so excited for what this could <laughs> potentially be, and here I am, looking like a clown with egg on my face because I was looking forward to something, and they managed to ruin it. I never look forward to anything on soaps anymore, because. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I want to go in with the lowest expectation, so that, that they can't way, disappoint you. So that way, when I'm disappointed, I can be like, "Well, I expected this anyway." Like to be honest, it it depends on the character. Like, because like a character like Nicholas or Spencer, okay, I can be excited about this. A character like Sunny, I can be. They're going. I know they're going to hold their L's. Michael rarely holds his. That's all need all. Also? Yeah, like he's he's not with Carly because he cheated and she saw them and. <laughs> oh yeah, and and he's, he's, yeah. He's got, with this one, he's he, he's standing he, ten toes down. He faces. He faces. He's he, holding this Nina L proudly at this point. He's, <laughs> yeah. Now, whether he, he enjoys holding it or not is a different story, but he's holding it. Yeah. That that doesn't That's happen. Fine. That doesn't happen with Carly. That doesn't happen with Michael. Nina, all she does is hold else. I'm tired. Like I'm I need her to grow up a little bit. 
Like just a, just a smidge. I, yeah. Because at this point, if you're going to do crazy, chaotic shit, please just own it. She's please giving me Gwen. She's giving me Gwen. Oh, yeah. She's, oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. It's the same issue we had. We hated her in her pick me villain mode. And Nina is essentially minus the villain part doing the same thing. Yeah. Like it's just, if you're going to be a bitch, just be a bitch. And just own and it own and it. revel in it. I can't do yeah. the passive aggressive shit. It makes my blood boil. Like, for instance, when. Ava, when it comes out that Ava knocked Nicholas over the head, I guarantee you she ain't gonna apologize or feel sorry. Like she, she's I did literally what, gonna be I like, did what I did. He threatened, was, to, he threatened to take the, my child. Like, exactly. The bastard was coming for my kid. He's lucky all I did was knock him out. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I would prefer with Nina, but that's not what we get. Ever. And that's, ever. And, the, and, and that's... At this point, it's not fun. It's not compelling. Like that's okay. That's the first thing you do, but that can't. It's to be the point that I feel bad for Cynthia because she's trying. Like she's trying, but it's just they make her job so difficult. And I. But let us move on to something else because it is time. <laughs> it is time. <laughs> just like this story. It is time. <laughs> Our second critical case of the week, Valentine surrenders himself to Victor and Victor uses him as a test subject for the antidote. As he lays dying, he hallucinates Helena and professes his love to Anna, who has just come to rescue him. And y'all, James Patrick Stewart has his Emmy reel for next year on lock because those scenes when he saw Anna, but he wasn't sure they were Anna because of what he had seen with Helena. I was captivated the entire time. Yeah, they were good. They were really He's good. He's so good. And those Valentine- seem to be hit or miss because, like, all you have is your face. Like, because yeah. I think maybe was it Friday? It was an episode when it first started. I wasn't really too excited because he was doing a lot of yelling. But once he got, yeah, once he got into his emotional bag, where he was fighting Helena, pr- trying to stay away from the light, and then. Anna showed up and he was like, I, I love you, but I don't know if that's really you. And I was like, okay, th- this is this is really good. I enjoyed those scenes a lot. But he said, tell Charlotte I love her and she's the best thing I ever did. I was like, oh God. And then when Anna went in the room and she was like, I'm I'm gonna be here with you. And he's like, But you could, but you could get sick. She's like, there's a 20% chance that I'm immune. I can beat those odds. <laughs> Just oh God. Valentine and Anna are it. They are, they are so good. And I have no, I keep saying it. I, I don't know when I became such a Valentine and Anna stan, but here I am because they are that good. They yeah. really are. And like, this is honestly, it's like slow burn done right. Mm-hmm. Because this was a couple that they could not fast track just because of like, at all. The, the backstory and the history between them because I, I think if we're honest I think everyone can admit that there's always been chemistry that's never been the issue yeah it's their history that's always been the ick and they had to play mm-hmm. it carefully or they were going to turn off everybody despite their chemistry exactly and like we saw this build and 
Valentin in particular had to be humbled a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like he had to be brought low and built back up. Uncastidining him was the best thing they ever did. It really was. Because the person that he was when he was with Nina could not be the person that he is when he is with Anna. Yeah. Yeah, no. It would have never worked. Because it would have made Anna, it would have made Anna look weird. And, just... and what's kind of interesting that that I, I'm just kind of realizing as we're talking, we the viewers are taking the same journey with Valentine that Anna did. Yeah. We had yeah. to fall in love with him just the way that Anna did. And it worked. Yeah. It really did. Because I'm telling you, I've said it before, I used to want to roundhouse kick him off the parapet. Like especially like when Nicholas first came back and he had yeeted Ava off the mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, get him. He was so messy and chaos. <laughs> but it, that was entertaining as hell. I can't even lie. <laughs> it was. It was. But like I, I was I could never see myself getting to the point where I'm like, my man, my man, my man. But now, <laughs> yes. Not my man, my man. <laughs> Yes. It's the fact that years ago I said they have to I don't know where I got this idea from. I said, but they have to tell us he's not a Cassidy. And the way I explained it, I don't know why I came up with this, but I was like maybe Helena passed off one of her bastards as Nikos. I didn't think it would actually come to fruition and I didn't think it would work out so well but it has. And I'm enjoying it. I'm curious. And they still found a way to recastadine him. Yeah. It just yeah. he's not a castadine that matters. Yeah. <laughs> he's one we like, but he's not one that matters. And yeah. that's what made him work. Because it that took all the wind out of Valentine's sales. If if he thought he was Miko's kid, he thought he owned the world. When he realized that he was not only Helena's child, but Helena's child with Victor. And he realized how doubly fucked he was. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now watching him overcome the psychosis of both of his parents to be a relatively sane human being. Yeah. Yeah. That's compelling. But I mean, both his parents are. Oh God. Like Nikos wasn't. Nikos wasn't they better. They hate their children. I'm convinced. <laughs> they hate their children, with the exception of maybe Nicholas. But uh, I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. They don't I care about anyone true. but the heir because they <laughs> yeah. adored Helena. Adored the only reason she cares about Nicholas is because he's Stavros's kid. Yeah, because yeah. he's the heir. The only reason she cared about Spencer to the extent that she did was because he was the heir. Mm-hmm. She yeah. did not get uh, like. There's a scene where she poisons Stefan. And she's like, she literally thinks these are his last moments on this earth. He's on the floor. He's gasping for breath. And she's just basically reading him for filth and telling him what a disappointment he was and how happy she's going to be when he's no longer around. Like, it's, she did not care. She killed her own daughter. Like, you, you don't matter. The mm-hmm. only, they you didn't know, matter. She did the Lord's work with that one. Well, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> but like they own Cassidines only care about the air. It's yeah. like and it's the way she would it's like I she, kept trying to tell people on 
Twitter when they were like, why isn't Alexis involved in this? Why aren't her daughters involved in this? Go back, go back to the first Bacchanalia when Alexis was trying to lure Helena up to the parapet with that lie about being pregnant. And Helena looks her dead in her face. And she's like, you're lying. And Alexis is like, I'm not. And she's like, well, even if you're not, what used to me is the bastard of a bastard. They mm -hmm. don't care about <laughs> anybody but the heir. And I don't know why that's it. so hard for people to understand, which is why I was like, okay, why is Ace here? He's he's not necessary. Not at all. At all. I would have loved, though, for Helena to be around and to drag Nicholas about Ace because why is he here? I will say, Helena, I am first of all, let's be real. Helena would have killed that baby. She would have, or she would have killed Probably. Esme while she was pregnant. She would not have kept that baby around. See, for once, <laughs> Helena would have been doing the Lord's work. I am glad that Helena was a dream and not in that freezer. Oh, yeah. We didn't need that. We, yeah. we didn't need that in our lives. Constance is going to be 90. We don't need Helena coming back from the dead at this point. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I found this, but I found the old tweet. It's from 2012. And I, I added Ron Carlevati and I said, make Valentine Cassidy Helena's son with another man. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Ron who did it, but you got your wish. Yeah. Damn. Now I said some other stuff. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that on the podcast. <laughs> we, we can move on. <laughs> oh, I have a wild ass imagination. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So now we can move on to the next critical case, which is Curtis comes to rescue Spencer and Trina and the baby. He gets Spencer and Trina and the baby off the boat, but goes back for Laura, Drew, and Liesel. Drew and Laura fight off Victor's goons with an assist from Anna. Laura and Curtis find another weather machine and manage to stop it from targeting poor Charles. Can I just start? Go ahead. I know that we kid about, oh, we don't want the OGs on action adventure stories and whatnot. I would have much preferred the OGs on action-adventure stories. I would have much preferred for Anna and Robert to be the ones saving people, like, on the ground. Because Curtis, Drew, and even Laura, why, why were y'all there? <laughs> Laura, Laura, why made, why you Laura made the most sense out yeah. of all of them because she was part of the original story. Oh, so her knowledge was history. Yeah. Laura okay, made sense. Has, Curtis she gets a pass. Curtis and Drew did not work oh for me because every time Curtis one every time Curtis walked into a scene, he looked like where's Waldo? And yes. <laughs> and I was gonna Drew, say he looked yes. like he had the shit, but okay. Drew, Drew looked Drew looked like he didn't understand the gravity of the situation most of the time. So like maybe they could have gotten Dante instead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have like, preferred that. Because like, when Anna came, when we saw Anna, I was like, oh God, she answered my prayers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Laura doing? thought the same thing. Did you see Laura's face? Yeah, because yeah, it's, because, it's okay. just, Anna Devane. It's called let's, Anna Devane. Let's just let's just roll this back for one second. Before Curtis goes to that boat, he looks Laura in her face and promises her. He will not leave without both of her grandsons. And what is the first thing this fool tries to do? <laughs> oh, God. Leave Spencer's ass on that boat. 
And I'm just like, sir. And I don't know if you guys picked up on this. It's such a minor detail, but I feel like for me, Anna was the only person who could like hold the gun properly. <laughs> like she just seemed very natural. I watch enough procedurals to to always clock the awkward gun placement and yeah. Yeah. Like even when she went to go look for Valentine, the way she like drew her gun from the back of, of her like her waist, like it just was very natural. Yeah. But Drew, that's I'm like- sorry, that's Ryan Lavery trying to play Marie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think for me, just to like to go back to what you were saying, it is I'm going to be very clear so that people aren't like you're ageist. It's not that I don't want vets playing action. Like let the if the vets are gonna let the vets have adventure time. I'm fine with that. I just need it to make sense for the characters. Mm -hmm. And I need you to not write things in that they are physically incapable of doing that part and i'm I'm not going to elaborate on that (laughs) but if you don't look like anna devane whooping ass please don't write them to be (laughs) that part (laughs) also i have to say i don't want to see characters who were 30 and 40 in 1981 doing the same shit at 70 in 2023. I'm just, that's just me. I don't, they can be in the story. I don't need them leading it. So the the way this worked for me, like the only thing that took us out was Drew and Curtis because they just feel like weird characters in general. But Spencer and Trita worked. Um, Laura worked. Laura worked. Anna worked. Um, Valentine worked. Uh, Liesl even worked in the, part of the story she was playing it's just a certain certain characters just don't give us that action adventure vibe like there was i think i said it in the group chat but there was a scene where um i think victor no laura had they laura had oh they laura and drew saw valentine in the um room um, with nose with blood coming down his nose, and Laura gave Jeannie Francis gave her best. Oh my God, I'm terrified about what's happening to him. Face and old Drew boy looked, said, "Where's lunch?" Old boy looked like he let out a fart. I'm like, I'm like, yo, this is terrible. I'm like, how do yeah. you? It's I don't know if he like I get I guess it's coming off kind of funny to him because it's so ridiculous. But at the very least. Like Sir, I'm pretty sure you're you a better played, actor than this. You play the man who was so afraid of being a father and, and and so afraid to turn out like his father that you flew yourself over a cliff to get away from your pregnant wife. Please be serious. You can do this. Well, that sounds unserious in itself. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So maybe. Maybe that's maybe, he can. maybe, that's, maybe yeah, that's maybe that's all he can do. I, it was it was glaring how weird it was because he was he just let out this breath and I'm like, do you know you at work or like they, Frank should have made him reshoot it like so let's do that again yeah it was just and one other little tiny thing did anybody want the code that they put into the computer to be Ice Princess like it was back in 1981 
I would hope that they had up their security <laughs> and would do better. Well, that. I think that's my, that might have been what it was because that's what Laura remembered. Or well, no, it was the chemical formula because when ah, when okay. when Luke when Luke did it in that iconic moment where he types it in, he literally typed in Ice Princess. This time, she had to type in the formula for the carbonic snow, and we got that cool ah. flashback to Robert telling her that she shouldn't have that in her head. Oh yeah, that that was really cool. Also, I love Sprina. They there. Oh my god! They listen, and I, I know people were trolling on the timeline about like Spencer getting you know getting beat up and not being able to fight back, but he got beat up specifically to give Curtis enough time to find Trina and the baby. A man took a beating to save his woman. I love that. <laughs> and Trina and said, "I'm not dudes. leaving here without my man, my man, my man." <laughs> okay. <laughs> But also, I would just like to take this moment to point out that Stefan Cassadine was a better father than Nicholas Cassadine because Stefan taught Nicholas how to defend himself. Ah, uh, well, yeah. Nicholas wasn't doing that. Well, when you have a father who's humping couches, when is he going <laughs> to gonna teach you how to defend yourself? Nicholas had that baby in the sandbox in a sweater vest. <laughs> I'm just saying. The only person who was probably teaching Spence how to defend himself was Sonny. That's it. Yeah. Because I think did they did do boxing lessons at one point. Um, but it probably it probably didn't last long enough. <laughs> but <laughs> Spencer was also fighting two big dudes. So <laughs> I'm just saying, Stefan had Nicholas on his martial arts. I am karate man. Yeah, he did. Um, but the way that Spencer and Trina are ride or die for each other and the way they manage to eye fuck each other in the middle of world ending circumstances, like they're literally flirting before she goes to get the baby. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I love them so much. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, calm down, but also don't. I right? also love the scene. <laughs> I also love the scene where he's um facing off with the nanny. And um, <laughs> she, she left. She was like, "I'll be back. I'll be back in two minutes. Don't worry." He he was he didn't want her to go, so she goes. And he comes. She comes back. The nanny's there, and she's like, "Okay, less than two minutes." And she knocked the shit out of me. That's the scene <laughs> I was talking about. They were literally flirting and eye fucking, and I'm just like, I'm "Like y'all, y'all gotta get off the boat. It's gonna right. blow up." <laughs> but again, oh. Trina Robinson, I was unfamiliar with your game. You are that action adventure girl. I remember because like when I said, because before this all started airing, we talked in the group chat and I'm like, I wonder if Trina is going to go after Spencer. And you're like, um, that's not really in her character. Because <laughs> it's she's Trina is the girl that makes the plans. Yeah. yeah. She's not necessarily the one that executes the plans. No, because she got sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she can delegate the work. Yeah. Maybe Spencer's made her more spontaneous. <laughs> and that's what her mama's afraid of. Yeah. Like that's... the low-key high-key. <laughs> She's getting a little bit reckless. Honestly, Portia, sis, that's a losing battle. It I is. know you're a mama. Really and is. I know your kid is barely an adult. Because I know a lot of people want to say, well, Trina's an adult. an adult. She can do what she wants. Yes, but she she's like... She grown it. Just stepped it into a... Yeah. yeah she just stepped into adulthood. But Portia, sis, like, yeah, you lost before it's even going anywhere. 
Yeah, I like, think just just take that to L. Sit down, just sit there and eat your food because the other, Trina the other is thing in too deep at this point. The other thing that ended me with Spencer and Trina is like the way that she would not like even once he woke up after he was knocked out, she would not like take her. I think she had like her arm or her hand on his neck just to like make sure he was okay. Once he was awake and talking, she still wouldn't move until he went to stand up. Yeah. Yeah. She's I think where they're gonna I don't want them to do this. I think where they're gonna miss this mess possibly mess this up is having Portia be the heavy with keeping Spencer and Trina apart when it should be Taggart. Which which I know they are inserting him into this next week, three weeks too late if you ask me. But I'm gonna ask this question anyway. Where in the world is Marcus Taggart? Apparently this is all one day, which is wild. Um, But yeah, they Taggart needs to be the heavy in this, as far as because as as much as I enjoyed the little moments with Curtis and Trina on that boat. Why were Marcus? Uh, they were they were okay. They weren't terrible. Cause, no, because it sh- it's li- it literally should be Taggart there. Yeah. Taggart should be there, and it would be and those moments that they have would be even more impactful if Taggart was there to watch them. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, this could also create angst for Curtis and. Portia and Taggart if Taggart was still like if we if it was already resolved and we knew like Taggart was or wasn't her father or maybe wasn't if that's where they're going because uh, I don't want that to be where they're going if that's where they're going if Taggart was the first one to jump up and say hey I'm gonna go save my daughter and Curtis was still kind of playing the stepfather role even though he was her biological father that's that's stuff to play right there but they keep excluding Taggart and they need to mm-hmm. stop, include him, and write what's there. Because you keep ignoring his history with the Cassidines and it's weird. So you write what's already there, you you have a lot of rich history to play. And it's just, it's glaring at this point. But yeah. I'm going to move us into our last critical case which is Robert and Felicia try to stop the WSB from drone striking the island. They get it redirected to the Haunted Star, but Spencer is on board when it blows after he decides to go after Victor. And I'm going to start this by saying, and Dylan, you'll understand what I mean. If this is not one, if this is not a moment similar to what happened on Criminal Minds when we thought Derek exploded in an ambulance, but he didn't, (laughs) I am going to fly myself to Prospect studios and beat somebody's ass because... i thought of that too because i thought oh my gosh what if spencer actually dies and then this is annou- them announcing that nicholas chavez is not on the show anymore he's got a year left <laughs> i mean contracts get renegotiated they... he's, he's still been In filming so season yeah, I don't yeah, no, but I thought of that because <laughs> that was that's a good way to. It's a me. it's a hell of a oh let's wrap this story up. I don't want it. I would the hate way it. the timeline would riot. <laughs> Boy, thing is, it would have been funny if he had suddenly like stopped posting and like Spencer was missing for like maybe 
a month before he show back <laughs> up again. But I'm I'm curious to see how he's gonna show up because I don't I'm I'm assuming he's not on the boat. So where is he? Did yeah, he get, I think he got off. Did he get blown off at the last Just minute? Before. You know what it was giving me? Um, do you remember the Port Charles Hotel fire? We yeah. thought Nicholas went boom. Ooh. Oh my god. And she spent like twenty four to forty eight hours thinking he was dead mm-hmm. and then he walked into Windermere. Looking like hell. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. He casually came that. home. Yes. <laughs> that's that's something Spencer would do. Like, <laughs> like I and and clear and clearly he like clearly looked like he had like crawled out of that rubble and went directly to Emily because he looked a mess when he stumbled through that door. And like if you the way that they played it, they played it like he was really dead. Because they had, like, they had Jason telling Emily, and you had Emily reacting. And wasn't it, like, two or three days later when he finally showed up? Like, I just... There was, like, a time lapse before we, before he went home to, before he went to Windermere. Because she was on the couch. She was asleep. She thought she was dreaming. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I I, I need, I need this. And I I even posted the, the clip from Criminal Minds. On the timeline, where we thought Derek blew up in an ambulance, and then like five seconds later, the ambulance is on fire behind him, and he's standing up. Okay, I'm like, I need that. Yeah, because otherwise we're gonna have a problem. They could still use Windermere. Um, Trina will go there. Ava lives there. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think or the gallery. I don't. Ooh. I don't think Spencer would be as casual as Nicholas, though. No, cause... you'd hear him coming. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he'd be frantic he'd, about. He needs to get home to Trina. He'd Trina's be yelling Trina's name. And, I, oh yeah, and I just—I'm uh, nervous about where this goes. I will say though, like, I, I just don't need—I don't need any sort of head trauma amnesia bullshit. I'm just gonna put that oh, out same. there. I don't need it. Don't I will want burn it. Send this, it back. I will burn <laughs> this bitch to the ground. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> I, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't know. No. Look. Now, no. If you want to if you want to run back him being burned in the fire as a child and him getting rescarred from this explosion. That works. I'm totally I'm totally fine with that cuz I think Nicholas could slay that material. But he needs to be fully aware of who he is, who Esme is and who Trina is. We we are not playing with any sort of I waited two years to get to this point. You are not about to, yeah, you're not about to play my face. The thing is, I don't even want the re- him being rescarred because we've had enough. Like we've had enough eggs. <laughs> Just let them be together for the right? love of yeah. God. We don't have that much time left with him. If he don't renew shit, it's gonna be over next July. Like, come on. Just give us let young people, go. young people. Right? Yeah. In the spirit of the maverick. And the the, the scary the scary part about that possibility is Esme disappeared when Laura and Spencer weren't Laura Spencer and Trina weren't around. She's she's nowhere to be seen. Even though her baby's missing, she's nowhere to be seen. It for me, it just further confirms that there's her her only purpose is literally to be propped by whoever they have around her. And if they're not there, or if anybody's too busy, what do you have for? 
So, like, let's just leave it where it is, end it, give that baby back to whatever, Esme. He's cute, but it's this feels manipulative. <laughs> Get him away from Spencer and Trina, and let's just move the character. That baby loves on, him please. some Trina, though. He does. <laughs> baby got I'm chunk chunk got sense. <laughs> I just don't like, and this is not the baby's fault. Obviously, the baby that didn't ask to be born. I just don't like how they're having Trina take care of her abuser's child. That part, yeah. I don't care how cute he is. Stop it. Yeah, me either. Stop. It's 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 Esme it's... tormented her. And... It's it's hitting things they don't mean for it to hit, but once again, yeah. that's where that's what happens when you don't have anyone in the room to point out hey. certain <laughs> certain optics and, yeah. and stuff to you. Yeah, because at one point. There was a point where she could have given the baby to Laura and she didn't. She was still holding the baby. I'm like, give yeah, that, like, give that fucking baby. brat to, to Laura. Stop stop holding him. Because she's still holding him when the boat goes up in smoke. Mm -hmm. like, and Laura's right there. She could have given the baby to Laura. And that's what I thought she was going to do because you're only holding that kid because Spencer's not around. Yeah. I wonder if that was the plan and then the baby fell asleep. Yeah, because he at one point he was looking drunk in them scenes. Was, <laughs> his eyes, was, his head went one way, his eyes went another. Like, oh, he's sleepy, y'all. <laughs> he said, "I got a full bottle in me. I'm comfortable. Night, night, everybody." He was he his head was like going all over the place. I'm like, he's tired, y'all. He need to go to bed. I'm like. <laughs> He said, I don't know about the rest of y'all. <laughs> but it's nap time. Because I, I do think that she would have given the baby to Laura if the baby were awake. But he was asleep. And he was very much asleep. Like It almost looked like she couldn't move because of how he was sleeping on her. Yeah. He said, it's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has also been a Go ahead, sir. With Holly basically telling Victor that she's responsible for <laughs> for his limp dick, like was this the finale? Was this the climax and the finale? Like, or, uh, let me let me not Chronicles. let me not. Well, Victor's as far as we know, Victor's on the boat. On the boat. So, if, dead. I think we're going to assume he is. I think they're gonna yeah, I don't think we're getting the body. Yeah, and, and that's the cast and I, like, I need a body, and I need y'all to James Stenbeck that body. I need you to stab it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go so that I know there's no reaction. Like, listen, that's a Cassidine. We don't, we don't, we don't take the way Spencer dead. knocked out Victor. It's like <laughs> he actually the last couple of days when he was met, like as he was losing is the first time he's actually looked as old as he is. It was. I totally missed that. I literally looked down at my phone. I looked up, and Victor was on the ground. He pushed <laughs> that old man like he was annoyed by his ass. He like, you know, he like, slammed his head into the he bar. Was like, he was like, you know what? I'm sick of your shit. Like, just Honestly. move. <laughs> Thing is, he know all he did was push his back, and Victor, dramatic ass, hit his head <laughs> on the bar, and did. <laughs> but it gave like. Granddad, sit the fuck down. Like, just <laughs> just said elder abuse. That's what it was. That's what it looked like. <laughs> Truly. 
Ah, uh, but yeah, I think Victor's just gonna be presumed dead. I don't think I we're liked getting it confirmation though, as a cliffhanger. at all. I Yeah. really enjoyed Yeah, it it was as a cliffhanger. good. It gave me very like silky cliffhanger. Mm hmm And do we want to talk about um before we move into making the rounds? Because I kept seeing this being discussed on Soap Twitter too. What do you think of the actual plan of Victor's? Like, do you think it's too much? Do you think it's too over the top? Do you think it's right in line with who the Cassidines are? It's it's very over the top, but it's literally what the Cassidines do. What the Cassidines are, exactly. <laughs> like it's just they're biological terrorists. That's always that's the way they've always been. That's who they are. It's who they've been What since was the 1981. timeline saying? That oh this oh this That this was too much. some no some people were underwhelmed by it. I think people would have been probably less underwhelmed to, if they actually got to see some of it in action um, instead of. Like, if being people talked had about actually gotten sick? yeah more people because Valentine we saw actually got sick. yeah valentine got sick so i think if other people like had actually gotten sick they probably would have been a bit more but the people saying it's over the top it's the cathodines it's Literally, the what were they expecting? I mean, they froze the world 40 years ago. Of course, the next step is abolishing half the population, more they than half the population. especially They don't go small, like, like just. like especially the pores because let's be very honest <laughs> they don't have no use for it they do. They do not. <laughs> somebody like, you well, he. Somebody was you're like, well, a he would ho do this. you're a hostess at Chili's trust you out of here you have no <laughs> I'm here to tell you right now they don't care somebody was like, what yeah about what about Victor's son and his granddaughter? And I was like. what about them honestly He, he, I'm like he literally just tried to kill his son like three weeks ago, like, exactly <laughs> like, and he, Val, and don't care Charlotte is a is a girl who already doesn't like him. He has no use for her literally he literally held her hostage like for three over months a year. ago Like, let's not. <laughs> Like, at this point, y'all are just bitching to bitch. you are because like do you know who these people are Helena Just, killed her own daughter like Helena killed her Which, own daughter. thank Helena, goodness she is terrible, Helena but admitted, that's not the point. Helena admitted she would have killed Stefan <laughs> if she had the chance. right? Literally, what do you expect from a Cassidine? <laughs> Y'all don't think. At all. Well, you gotta let these characters be, one, be who they are and who they've been for decades. Victor Cassidy is not suddenly gonna be Daddy Dearest. He's not, he's not Daddy Warbucks. This isn't Annie. He, he is, he's He's a sci-fi freak. That's what he is. He's a he's a nut job. He's a megalomaniac. He's thinks Let the Bond villain be a Bond villain. Yeah, he thinks bigger Yeah. than he should, but that's always been him. All right. Well, I mean, he So does have to overcompensate now, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a story for another Yeah, day. we're going to leave that over there and segue on into making the rounds. We have Carly's assets are frozen. Nina tries to cover her part in the SEC call. Brooklyn wonders what Tracy wants from her. Joss and Dex have second thoughts on taking down Sonny. Marshall and Liz support Portia. Nick, I'm going to start with you. Um, I'll say the mm, Marshall and Liz support Portia. Um, Brooke Kerr is doing amazing work.
Um, those scenes were really good. She's got Emmy reel after Emmy reel after Emmy reel. It's literally insane. Like she, they know she, she knows she can cry her ass off, and she's so pretty. Um, <laughs> but it, I'm curious because, like I said earlier, like I don't want them to ruin the story and ruin Portia by having her go balls to the wall and trying to keep um, Spencer and Trina apart. She could talk spent um shit about Spencer all day. I don't care. I don't yeah. need her to. I don't need her to actively do things. Like people get upset when she talks shit about Spencer, but why should she say? What should she say nice about this man? Literally, he's he hasn't proven anything. Yeah, what that he exactly? Nice, nice words from her. So when he's not causing chaos in Trina's life, his family is causing chaos in Trina's life. What exactly mm-hmm. is she supposed to say about him? That's nice because Spencer keeping him keeping her safe while they're on this boat is great except he's the entire reason she's on that boat so it she's kind of negates the exactly. situation like, and even if trina did choose to go there on her own which she did which i'm sure she's gonna that's the first thing she's gonna say i chose to go and portia should say and you're usually the level-headed one that's the first thing that should come out of her mouth because we know Trina's the level-headed friend in the level-headed person in her friend group. She always has been, but the moment Spencer entered the chat, all uh, <laughs> yep. all common sense went out the window. So yep. you, I can't be mad at her or fault her or hold it against her that she wants to keep her daughter away from someone who she feels is not a good influence. Because I mean, let's be real. Trina's freedom has already been threatened because yep. of her associations with Spencer and now her life her life is being threatened, threatened. Mm-hmm. so like what what exactly and precisely is it that y'all want Portia's reaction to be raise his yeah. hand guess what when remember when we met Trina and we said and when we found out Port, um, Taggart was Trina's dad and we said it doesn't make sense that they don't ha- that she doesn't share his name and Portia literally said, well, she has my name for safety reasons. Hello. Spencer's a safety reason. Like, okay. he's, he's a lot. He's he brings chaos and danger into her daughter's yeah. life. That goes against everything she did to keep her daughter safe. Whether yeah, I just using Taggart as her father or making sure Trina had her name because uh, Taggart's enemies could have tracked her down. I just don't want Portia doing anything out of character. No, I don't need that, that part. That's, that's the only part that scares me. Like, she can slander Spencer all day long. Like, that's fine. Because words are fine. But as long as you're not, like, turning into Kate Roberts and trying to scheme your way to keep them apart, I'm good. And that's the thing. It's, it would be one thing if that was Portia. That's not Portia. That's Ava Jerome. Yeah, right. Ava Jerome would do... Would do Ava did do that. <laughs> But that's not Portia, so that's and Ava would be justified to. to do that now if she really wanted to. Hell, Portia would be justified to do it, but that's also not Portia. That's so not who she is. Yeah, yeah, I don't need them to do to ruin Portia to make this work. Who, who I don't think is I don't think Taggart would be the person to interfere actively. I don't know. Dylan would have to correct me, um, but I think he would be a lot less civil than Portia is. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and that's why I want him to be the heavy. I would prefer he gave Nicholas the blue. <laughs> like Over I would, yeah. yes. Like I would be okay if they put Taggart in that space 
to be like, he ain't shit. He ain't never going to be shit. And Portia be like, well, I agree, but I also want her to be happy. And I also want her to come back to me because we're, we're already not on great terms. Like if they play that a little bit, I think it could work, but making, don't write Portia out of character. And I, I can't say, don't have her say shit because she going to say shit. People talk. She's a mama. She's going to say shit, obviously. Yeah. And she's like, well within her right to say shit. With, everybody's I mean, not Bobby Spencer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and Bobby Spencer now, because I know probably back in the day she didn't really care for Sonny. But she has every reason not to fuck with this boy. But you, you know his ex was a serial killer. Let's be serious. <laughs> the same ex that tried to put you in prison. Why was she? Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> Dylan, what are you picking for your making the rounds pick? Um, for mine, I am going to pick Brooklyn wondering what Tracy wants from her. Um <laughs> listen. Brooke is very pretty. <laughs> Beautiful girl. This is heading into great gowns, beautiful gowns. Yeah, I the lights are on <laughs> no one is home and there is because how, so how do you get a favor from a woman like your I know that she's your grandmother but this is Tracy Quartermain <laughs> how do we not have terms and conditions already spelled out and agreed upon and negotiated before you accept things from this woman you grew your mother that part your mother moved you out of that house into where they was it Brinsonhurst yes moved you away from your father whom she loved dearly because those people what I mean and you've been around the Quartermains enough now, both as a teenager and as an adult, to know, to know better. what they're capable of. Why, why would you think that your granny is going to do you a free favor? For Chase? She don't know him. She may be besties with his brother, but that don't mean shit. Like, you're one, now we're wondering? Now? Now, <laughs> great gowns, beautiful gowns. I, I'm wondering what Tracy wants, and if Tracy's like, I because honestly, all I can think of is that she wants Brooklyn's ELQ stock. And yeah. does Brooklyn even have her ELQ stock anymore? Yeah, because she got she got it back during the scam on. Valentin, I believe, when they were pretending Bailey was right, but his. did didn't that end up blow didn't that end up blowing up before she actually got her stock back? So it was ended up being for not. I know that was the plan. But I can't did remember. It I honestly cannot remember. <laughs> That's why I'm like I am confusion. I am too because I can't think of what else Tracy she would have that Tracy would want, or what else she or what else. <laughs> Tracy could want her to do for her There's which is a whole nothing. other can of worms because yeah. Yeah. I'm and just saying, how do you enter into this situation 
with like hmm, great gowns. Beautiful. <laughs> the gowns are beautiful. <laughs> All right, Sarah, what is your making the rounds pick? Mine is Nina tries to cover her part in the SEC call. Nina, girl. Girl, own it's that. It's too late. Just own it. And like, like please, at this point, we talked say about yes. this last week. When Sunny brought it up to her, that was her opening to be like, by the way, I did a thing. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was because now it's going to be even worse because now you're going to have Michael feuding with a family member that didn't even do shit. Thank you. Because it's Ned. Then can I point out that that is your business partner's husband? So now yeah. Olivia is going to actually have a reason to come for your head every time y'all interact. Yeah, but people are gonna call Olivia unreasonable just because she's well. That's gonna, because they hate Olivia and gonna be on Carly's sense. side. <laughs> and this probably wasn't the best time to bring it up, but um, Willa told you just leave Carly alone. Again, you could have said, I did a thing. <laughs> Maybe not the best time to bring it up. Now that's also going to back. Girl! This... Why you did that thing? We you, said it. Do we said thing. it weeks ago when they dropped hints that all this was going to do was blow up in her face that she was going to be buried in the blowback. And here we are. It was in dialogue because Ava told her very clearly. One thing that Sunny does not play about is the mother of his children. And she's noticing it. And, uh, and the Nina, thing, just get your shit together. The thing is, like, if she would have done it after the confrontation at Kelly's, okay. When she did it, there was absolutely no reason to do it. Because like everything she, Carly said in that moment it was, was the right. Confrontation, yeah, the she, like she that did part, it, but Nina doesn't think that. But for her, she did it because of the confrontation she had with Carly at Windermere. Yeah, that, so that, was, and there was that no reason. She started. Yeah, there was no reason for her to <laughs> she, do she, it. Then. Absolutely, she went there spoiling for a fight and found it. She was also spoiling for an excuse to make that phone call. Yep, because she had been she'd asked about it before, but like, has she done it after Kelly's? Okay, I get you reacting badly to something. Carly did or said like it, or if you got mad when you found out she went to the hospital and didn't tell you that Willow was back there cool whatever you did when you did it there was no reason for you to do it like you just <sighs> she's she everything that's coming to you she does and the worst part is play victim about it she's like yeah. well Carly made me do it because she was being mean to me Sugar, five, put your big girl pants on and at that time, she wasn't even being mean. You were bothering her. <laughs> like, now she was being mean this week. That's when that she was right. being mean. She was Definitely. being mean this week. And <laughs> so. and like like I said, we are headed on a one way track to Sunny and Nina breaking up. We are headed through Splitsville with and a you know detour. When Sunny breaks up with one of his. His paramour, his tongue is vicious. You yeah. call her all types of sluts and whores and all. Listen, I will never forget when he called Claudia a traitorous whore who is a lying piece of trash for what she did to Michael. Well, he had a point. <laughs> no, he completely had a point, but he literally had yeah. an entire birthday party just to humiliate 
her in that's, front of the count. That's sick yeah. shit. That's some sick that's of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Sonny's going to be calling her all types of names because... Throwing all of his barware at her head. Yeah. I don't think he's going to go yeah. there. I yeah, think... I don't think he, think that either. I think he's probably just going to walk. Like, Yeah. Because you, like, you make it so get... hard. <laughs> I think we're going to get like the quiet disappointment and the complete cutoff. Yeah. Because Sonny's changed a lot. And I don't know. I think that's probably a Mo thing, a Mo choice, because he's admitted that doing all of that heavy stuff is painful for him at this point. Yeah. So I think the the calmness that we've gotten from Sonny when bad shit happens now is is a deliberate choice. A choice. And I think it's also showing us a different side of Sonny because he's not the abusive over the top piece of shit that he always, he's still a piece of shit, but he's not the same kind of piece of shit. Abusive. He's not yeah. an abusive piece of shit. Yeah. He's, <laughs> but yeah, honestly, Nina, you deserve everything that's coming to you at this point. Like for me, Nina and Carly are two sides of the same coin. That's yeah, my very issue. that. And I can't feel bad for either of them at when all. shit happens. And this time, like, Nina, make me feel bad for you, but <laughs> I can't even. At like, this point, I'm just pissed. I'm more annoyed that she's making me see Carly's side of things. And I yeah. don't I don't like that. Okay, where have I been? <laughs> what have I been telling y'all? I <laughs> I have been president of the Caroline Benson Go Back from the Hell from Which You Came <laughs> Club since 1996. Nina has made me defend Caroline on several occasions, and that don't sit well in my spirit. And it yeah, it really doesn't because Carly still Carly is still terrible. Like that part, yeah, still actively terrible. It's just every time she does something terrible, Nina does something stu- even dumber to justify Carly being terrible. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and my making the rounds pick just to round this out is uh, speaking of Carly, her assets being frozen. I'm glad you picked this one. <laughs> which. Pretty sure it was mentioned in dialogue to her two scenes, two or three episodes prior to when she was in Kelly's. So I don't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Michael's apparently hey, Michael. here. Michael's you... apparently here. Hello, Michael. We're still recording. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, you were right. Like, it was mentioned to Carly that her and Aurora's assets are frozen. So, so why I'm was she confused? confused. <laughs> I'm confused on why she didn't understand why her credit cards, unless she didn't think her credit cards were part of the assets that were frozen. Did she just think her bank accounts and like her property was frozen and that her credit cards were able to be used? Because baby, that's not how that works. Well, she maybe she doesn't know how it works. Clearly, <laughs> I, I was I was watching. I did the writers forget 
like a scene. So, or... That's very possible. <laughs> that's also very possible because Lord knows they don't know what they write from yeah, one yeah. day to the next. Because like, they literally said her and Aurora's assets were frozen. And then there was a scene where she was in the quarter main living room and she said Aurora's assets were frozen. I'm like, no, baby, yours are too. And, <laughs> and, and then she went to Kelly's and couldn't buy the pie. And I then they set it up just to give Nina an in to be nice to her. And also, like, I don't understand. That's like, I don't, what? I don't like stuff like that. If if you already wrote this part of the story and she's aware that her assets are frozen, don't make it like we didn't Maybe see that. Maybe she forgot that her assets are frozen. <laughs> I think she said it. That's my problem. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> she said it. Except mine and Aurora's assets are frozen. Uh, I'm just trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I give them that some that dumb. Like you guys said, we literally started dialogue three episodes prior. How did you already forget? The only thing that makes sense is what Tony's been saying, that they film stuff out of order. Yeah. That's, the well, that's only not my that problem. Sense. No, it's not. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's not our fault. <laughs> They still wrote the stuff. Like, remember what you wrote. This is this is when you need to actually communicate with your writers and make sure that the message is clear. If we're making Carly broke, let's make sure it is a hundred percent clear that she is broke and can't do shit, and that she gets to remember she's her assets are just (laughs) frozen, frozen. (laughs) And I I will say this: this is growth on Caroline's part. Because the Caroline that I know would have been done called Jax and gotten a check to tide her over. Cause... I forgot about that, man. <laughs> or or even Sunny, because I the Caroline I remember, I remember the Caroline that told Robin to her face, if I want a fur coat, I'll just tell Jason I want a fur coat and he'll get me a fur coat. <laughs> He's a menace. I like that. Always. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. so this is this is growth on her part, letting herself like, like go through this. This is, this is you having to acknowledge that Carly grows. This is really a weird time, right? For you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we move into our praise or shade segment. Nick, why don't you start us off? What are you praising or shading? Um, hmm. I will shade uh, the fans. Um, can we stop just coming up with our own narratives after Please. we after we ask questions and then we get answers that we don't like? Because Please. I'm I'm over it. Like Lexi Ainsworth regardless of your interpretation of the video she said it was a mutual decision can we let it be that and let if we find out something else cool it is what it is but we ha- we haven't found that out yet let's let's let let it be where it is do not attack kate manzi for taking a job it <sighs> yeah we know gh and shit that they've proven that for decades but until we get a little bit more, can we just not harp on, oh, she was fired? She literally says it's a mutual decision. That's it. 
All right. Sarah, what are you praising or shading? Um, I'm going to piggyback off of Nick and just kind of reiterate a question he actually asked to the timeline. Are y'all not tired? Because <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. Very tired of you guys making stuff up in your head. Please spare us all. All right, Dylan, praising or shading? Um, I am going to praise, and I'm just going to praise all. Okay, that was going to be shady. The the Greenland crew, because I think that everybody on. Hmm. Okay, question. Just say what you want to say. Are we talking like the on screen stuff or the people who actually made Greenland? The the, um no, the the actors. I think that like the the that was my favorite part of the show this week. So like So you're praising the Greenland story because it it worked. Like that was my favorite part of the show. And I found myself like really wanting them to get back to that whenever they pivoted away from it same so yeah yeah that was and i was binging the week on friday i binged like tuesday wednesday thursday friday in one sitting and i just wanted it to basically be an entire week in greenland yeah it was really it was it it did what needed to be done all right and i am going to hop on nick and sarah's shade train because the gh timeline is exhausting like it's just every day y'all are complaining about something or you are having the same fight for over a week listen <laughs> it's it goes on for days like i like i will leave the app for i will i left the app for an entire 24 hours last week i don't think anyone noticed but i was gone and they were i came back and they were still talking about the same shit go outside Smoke it's a blunt. exhausting <laughs> touch grass please because I promise the show is much more enjoyable if you actually just pay attention to what's on the air and don't worry about any of the rest of it because I enjoy the show a lot more when I don't listen to Twitter y'all don't mute people enough for me I've started doing that I've started doing that because of you to be honest (laughs) like I said I my y'all do what you want my purse how I roll if you even mildly inconvenience me (laughs) I will mute you quickly And if I take you off mute and you inconvenience me again, I will block you so that we don't we don't have this conflict any further. Like y'all, y'all don't mute people enough for me. This damn bird app makes that difficult because <laughs> people you mute still wind up in your timeline unmuted. Well, that's that's then mute their mutual. <laughs> that, Again, y'all need to turn y'all don't turn off retweets enough for me. <laughs> uh, listen. Well, you can I, do that? Yes. Yes, okay. you can. Okay, I gotta figure that out. Like, I am very I don't want to use the word militant, but I am very vigilant about curating my online space. And you're not gonna irritate me 
on a site that I go to to get away from like real life irritations. If I want to be irritated, trust and believe I got work shit. I got family shit. I got, <laughs> I got actual real shit that can irritate me. You're not finna do it. <laughs> y'all y'all don't mute people enough for me y'all don't block people enough for me y'all don't turn off retweets enough for me y'all don't make safe space lists where you have where all you see are people who don't irritate you enough for me so like let this be the last week that we get on here and complain about self twitter because there are ways to keep these people off your timelines I'm, I'm just gonna be real I gotta figure out how to turn off retweets I didn't know you could do that <laughs> Yeah, like there's no mass way to do it, but like if you can go to like if you I think you can go to each, yeah, yeah, you can go to go to like see less tweets like this or something like that. I'm gonna forget like, this conversation <laughs> half because I like Vichy. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we are going to give special guest star Michael the Maverick the last word, and we will see y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Take care, y'all.